Hello, and welcome to Higher Than Heaven, the show that doesn't sugarcoat shit. I'm your host, Ari Astra, and I'm here to explore and reveal the depths of spirituality in the quantum field as I navigate through my own personal human experience. Today, I'm just going to offer a little bit of insight on what spirituality means to me, and hopefully you'll stay to listen. Spirituality. What does that even mean? Is there a clear-cut definition? Is it black and white? For me personally, the concept of spirituality has changed so many times throughout my lifetime that I honestly couldn't really figure it out until more recently. I always looked at spirituality as this sort of religiousness or dedication to some sort of church or entity. However, that's not true at all. Spirituality is entirely what you make it. It's a way of living. It's a way of being. It's a way of breathing and connecting to your most innate state of being. And for me personally, I see that as the alignment of my chakras. When my heart space is wide open, I'm connected to God more than I have ever been. And that to me is so profound in itself because for so many years I I denied the church and I denied God. I I considered myself atheist. I subscribed to atheism for nearly a decade of my life. And of course I went through some things that led me down that path. And I'm so grateful to come back from it. However, the church the concept of church just really it's almost overpowering in a way. And I don't mean this, I don't mean to say this to condemn those who go to church or make people feel bad for the things that they do and the things that they believe in because this is all this is all my perspective of of my human experience, right? I've been through so many things that have brought me answers from the universe. Um I've lived a very very different lifestyle than most other people who are walking on this planet right now and I think it's almost hard for a lot of people to grasp at that because I carry myself so well and I have for so long um I was the master of masks for many years and now that I'm living in my most natural state of being where I am truly connected to my heart space where I'm truly open to the path that the universe god source whatever you want to call it is leading me toward. I think my own spiritual journey is quite unique in the sense that I've gone all over the place and I've taken pieces from each and every experience and opportunity that I've had and kind of developed my own way of perceiving the world and how I should navigate through it and connect with source energy. Um, I think a big reason that I have so much trouble understanding organized religion is because if you look at it from a very neutral perspective there are so many things wrong for example i i constantly consider the parallels between spirituality and christianity because spirituality is all about having an open heart space and coming from a place of unconditional love and trust and releasing fear and just just trusting the universe and that life happens for you, not to you. All of these things that happen are for a reason, they're for a lesson so that we can evolve and grow on this journey for our soul's expansion. And when you 
look at Christianity. There are so many flaws in the aspect of fear. Um, everyone fears God and fears God's wrath. And that in itself is closing off your heart space. When you are fearing your creator instead of embracing your creator and embodying the energy of your creator, you are denying yourself of this beautiful, exuberant energy and love that your your physical body could just be overflowing with, but your spiritual body and your soul would just be so complete and fulfilled on this mission. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but that's just like a huge red flag from the universe. So another issue that I have and have witnessed within organized religion is how gendered it is. Now, don't get me wrong, not all organized religions are considered gendered, and a lot of people would deny this um, because it's the way that, that the scripture is written or whatever. Um, and I don't mean any disrespect towards that. This is just my opinion. I really struggle with there not being an exception for women to be speaking the word of God. Because for me, if you are in touch with your soul and spirit and God, you should be able to share that love and that energy with anyone. I think you should be able to share that with anyone. And I think that no matter what, no matter who you are, what you look like on the outside, it's just a physical vessel, okay? It's just a vessel for channeling this energy. And because you were born with female genitalia, you cannot speak the word of God in front of a group of people. I just, I don't know. I have an issue with that. And I witnessed that a lot growing up because I was baptized in an evangelical Lutheran church. My mom's family went to an evangelical Lutheran church. And they've gone there for many years, were very active participants. Um, however, my dad's family went to a Missouri Synod Lutheran church. And it's they were just more conservative and and i don't see anything wrong with that my family themselves they are very conservative um but they almost would talk down on my on my mom's family and would almost make me feel bad for being baptized in a church when i i had no choice i was a newborn so it's just i don't know i find that very frustrating and and through time, I started shifting away and started backing away from organized religion because it just seemed a little bit odd to me. And this was at a very young age. When I was 14 years old, my great-grandmother, she's actually my spirit guide now. Um, <laughs> as I say that, I get goosebumps all over my body. Um, she was diagnosed with cancer. And... During this time, I began connecting with God again, and, and I started going to church and praying for her recovery and praying for love and light to just fill her vessel so that she could continue this human experience. And after I saw her just wither away, it was really difficult for me to grasp that concept because she was the most pure woman Again, like I said, she's my spirit guide. She's here protecting me and is of the most angelic energy. And I just, I couldn't find it within myself to understand how God could do that to somebody so pure. And this was all before I had learned of lessons and had 
any sort of knowledge of what spirituality means. And now I look back and I have a very different perspective on it. However, after that situation and she had passed away, I I denied God. I, I couldn't, I could not accept God. And without knowing it, I quit accepting myself. And my life changed in a very, very dark way. And of course, at 14 years old, I was already an angsty teenager, if not on the brink of becoming one, let alone having all of these other difficulties and responsibilities piling on top because, unfortunately, I was the adult in my life. Um, my dad was struggling with alcoholism and in a really toxic and abusive relationship. And my mom was basically starting her life over with her new family. And for that, it was it was really difficult to navigate through all of these emotions that I was experiencing. And when I asked for resources and help to talk through these things, like therapy, um, I, I was denied any of that. So I had to just sit with my emotions and suppress them. And also just imagine being 14 years old and trying to unload all of this heavy ass information to your friends who come from these loving, happy homes where their families are really supportive of them and they've never had someone raise a voice at them in their life. It's just, I was struggling. Like I didn't know what to do and I would just sit and suppress all of my emotions and feelings to the point where I was constantly wearing a mask. I had no idea how to exist in the world and and live. I couldn't be in the present moment. My entire childhood was compromised. I don't have any resentment or remorse toward my parents at all. I've worked through these issues and I have forgiven them, but it just does not take away from the fact that if I had spent my childhood living in the present moment, a lot of things probably would have changed and I wouldn't have had to go through these struggles. Although it has taken me many years of self-discovery and going through this shit to become the strong, independent individual that I am. And I am so grateful for those lessons. But boy, did it take a while to become grateful. Oh my goodness. When I started recognizing the parallels between my intimate relationships and the relationship I saw between my parents, that's when a lot of things changed. I definitely was able to find some sort of contentment, some sort of peace, knowing that the person that I was with was no longer a part of my soul's journey or my soul's mission. For a long time, I really struggled with the fact that I would get so, so close to somebody and I would love them so much and so hard, more than myself even, but they were not capable of reciprocating that energy. I realized that I was allowing my soul to suffer. I was giving away my energy to other people rather than myself. And when I finally discovered what self-love and self-appreciation and self-respect looked like, that's when a lot of things changed. And that completely catapulted my entire being into a spiritual awakening. Everyone's spiritual awakening looks different. Some people just wake up because they need something to lean into and they need to feel purpose in their life. And some people wake up out of soul suffering or because of childhood trauma. 
There are many different reasons that people wake up to spirituality, but that does not make one person's story more important or more validated than another. When you are born, your soul already has a mission. There is already an entire story written up just for you. And every story is so entirely unique. So it's really important to remember that your journey here on this earth as a soul with a mission starts alone and it ends alone. There are people who will come into your life to guide you and to help you and to hurt you and to heal you. There's going to be many different people, but you just have to remember that these are all tests from the universe. And if you remain observant and you remain neutral in how you perceive what is happening in your human experience, then you're going to expand and you are going to create growth within yourself and within your soul. So if you look at the definition of spirituality, it says that it is the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. When I think about the parallels between spirituality and other various organized religions, all of the things that other religions want us to focus on are material or physical things, like the things that we consume, the things that we put into our bodies, the people that we interact with, the people that we create familial ties with, whatever it is, they are so material and physical. And so my point to you is that spirituality truly is whatever you make it, but in its essence, it is about your own soul and the journey that your soul goes on. So take it as you will. That is how I would describe spirituality in a nutshell. I really hope that this resonated with you or at least grants you a little bit of insight or guidance on where you're at in your spiritual journey. And even more so, I really hope that this empowers you to embrace your spiritual side and take advantage of the expansion of your soul and shift your consciousness. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I'm Ari Astra and this is Higher Than Heaven.